Hello and welcome to the 69th episode of Downtime Podcast. Wow, the 69th. I came on the right one. No wonder you asked me. <laughs> wanted you to be here Darius, <laughs> for the 69th episode so this is podcast 69 that's right Ooh. listen to 6969 by ninja sex party if you haven't that's a great song i didn't even know it was a song yeah so <laughs> today we have gyrus hey guys i'm back gyrus is back <laughs> friend of the podcast and he's back on the perfect episode 69 <laughs> why are you laughing because i think it's just hilarious like, yeah 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 i wasn't expecting to be 69 <laughs> I wanted it to be a surprise for you. Oh boy, you surprised me. <laughs> yeah, so today we're going to be talking about video games, stuff that we're doing, stuff that we're playing, some news, stuff that's happening tomorrow in the game world. But first of all, what are you playing right now, Jairus? Um, Let's see. Right now I'm not playing too many games. Um, I think the most recent game I finished... Oh, actually, okay, the most recent game I finished was Persona 5. And um, okay, okay. That game was phenomenal. You loved it. I I put it. I set aside one week for that game strictly. Really, and I loved every bit of it. It was probably one of the funnest RPGs I played in the longest time. Really? It is. <laughs> it is also, and I will fight anybody on this. Like this is probably the most stylistic RPG or stylistic game I've ever played. Have you you seen it? Right. Yes, I have. Red I've and, seen trailers. Red and black has never looked so good in a video game. Like, oh my god. Mm-hmm. Do you, you you know what I'm yeah i do i do, I do. anybody who tries to challenge me on that you need to see that oh it's so <laughs> gorgeous the game was fun i loved it the story was very uh i, I mean it's like it was fun um and the characters were were the, like the best part of it i i really liked all the the dialogue with everybody the dynamics between um you know character types How's, I, how's the music overall? Oh, oh. <laughs> Negro Shoji is the guy. Um, Negro Shoji. Yeah, so this guy has been doing um, music for the Persona series for a while now. I think his uh, main song that landed like as a staple in the franchise is called The Poem of Everyone's Souls, which is what you hear in the Velvet Room. It's like a very staple song. It happens in every Persona game. Nice. Um, but the cool thing about Shoji Meguro is that each uh, game he plays, there's a specific theme for the music. Um, all I know is that for four, it's J-pop. In five, it's jazz. I don't remember what three was. Um, my, my buddy would always tell me about it. But, uh, the guy is very, very talented. He, he's able to go through different genres and just, like, capitalize it. He's, he's really good. He's a great composer. I (laughs) recently fell in love with him because of how, uh, what is it, versatile he is in his, like, skill set. It's, it's, it's amazing. The guy... The guy does different genres and he does real well at them. And he always gets a, a, a singer. And the singer is usually just like, you can't really understand her English, but it sounds good. <laughs> um, they, in five, it's it's a bit more, uh, what is the word? You can compre- you cannot comprehend it more. And it's it's nice. Especially that last surprise song. It's, you heard it, right? No, I haven't. You'll never see it coming. You Ooh, perfect for this episode. You know, oh my God, 69. <laughs> I did not see it coming. It was the last surprise. <laughs> um but other than that, I haven't really been playing anything. I did originally want to get Project Octopath Traveler on the Switch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But my Switch got stolen. <gasps> what? <laughs> Are you kidding me? You didn't know that? 
Wait, I think I read it on Facebook, like at Anime Expo, right? So, oh the, no! On the way back from Anime Expo, after having like one of the most fun times I've ever had in a convention, um, on the trip back, uh, one of the buses, we, me and my buddy, were playing like shogi on his phone, and uh-huh. I placed the 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 Switch in its Breath of the Wild case with a few games in there oh. on my lap, and I think when we were nearing the San Jose stop, it might have slipped off, and I didn't realize, and um, the guy, like, I guess it fell to the back, and whoever got it didn't feel like telling me, so they just oh. took it for themselves and got off the San Jose stop, and by the time we were in San Francisco, I realized, and I started freaking out, and then I was just like, well, this sucks. It was, it was a pretty bad downer to end on, but, I mean, it... I'm sad about it. I'm upset about it, but uh, it's not like I can't get another one. So True, true. It just sucks that I have to spend more to get another one. Me and my brother are um, really... We're waiting to, to see if there's going to be like a Ultimate Edition Switch. Not not like the Ultimate Collector's Edition kind of thing, where uh-huh. it's just like a steel case right. and the Pro Controller. No, we want a Switch like Ultimate Edition where it has like the label on it or something like that. So we're on the lookout for that because we're going to buy another one. Okay. Um, but other than that, yeah, it kind of sucks, but... Damn, dude. Yeah, the guy got, like, three games. Fuck. He got, he, I was... I just restarted or started doing my new game plus on Xenoblade Chronicles 2, and I loved that game. Oh. That game was really fun, guys. If you like JRPGs, that's that's going to be a good one. Um, Just started that. And plus, they announced the new DLC for it, and it's yeah. out now. The new DLC is literally, like, 40 hours worth of, like, story content. And I was, like... I don't get to play it right away. Oh no! So I was I was pretty sad about it. Um, and then he got Breath of the Wild with all my brother's DLC that he bought, and the Mario Kart. But I don't care about Mario Kart. Oh. Um, but yeah, at least I'm alive. I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's what matters. <laughs> but lesson learned, right? Keep yeah. always keep track of your stuff. Yeah, I, I should have just put placed it in my bag or whatever. But yeah, yeah. It, it, I mean, in the end, when I look at things, it's not really anybody's fault but myself because i placed it on my lap when i could have put it anywhere else so yeah that's why i'm like not too upset because i do kind of realize it was my bad but yeah i got i missed out on project octopath traveler and i was really looking forward to it i did hear a lot of good things and the surprising thing was that um the octopath traveler team on twitter um tweeted saying like thanks for a million like they actually sold out really fast Uh and i was pleasantly surprised i was so happy for them because that means that that team gets to make another game in the future so and I, I heard that they ran out of keys for that game. Oh no way! Yeah, they, they like they like. How do you run out of keys for a digital game? That's insane. That makes me <laughs> happy. Then, well, I mean, obviously they're gonna supply more. Sure. But the thing is that um, the immediate demand is gonna be pretty. It's gonna suck to wait for that stuff. There's a there's also a demand for that kind of game. You know, like JRPG style two D ish kind of game. So like, look to your point. Like they they'll produce another game probably like it or a sequel to it at least. So that'll be kind of fun to see because the, the the market in the West is hungry for Japanese style games like that. I think it's funny that yeah you're mentioning that because a lot of the Japanese games are kind of story centric and it re- kind of brings me to God of War where a lot of people were I think it was EA was EA saying that or one of, I think it was a company was saying that nobody wants single player games anymore. But then you see how well God of War did, which was a very yeah. se- like single player centered uh, story centric game. It was really good. So that's like a big middle finger to them they're just like yeah fuck you single player games are actually still going uh, like really strong yeah um, that sounds like an ea thing yeah i don't know <laughs> i don't remember which company said i it. think i think it's ea i think you're right yeah because EA. well i mean if you're looking at it from ea's eyes single player games aren't the biggest thing for them because multiplayer games they could throw on microtransactions and they get a lot more money because regardless of totally 
regardless of people saying that they don't want to buy it, there are still people buying it and still people participating in the microtransactions and all that stuff. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous. It's a it's a vicious cycle. <laughs> yeah. Um, did you hear about the guy, the one of the um, the dude who initially I think flouted the idea for microtransactions? He got a bonus of like I think twenty two million. Jeez. And, and that bonus was for him to stay. The guy quits immediately after receiving it. I would too. Damn. Yeah. But I think they're um they're trying to. Uh, this was uh, this was one of the videos I watched from Young Ye, and he was uh, going over it. And he's mentioned in one of the articles he was reading that I think EA was deliberating over whether or not they're going to still give it to him. Which, I mean, I'm like, it's kind of obvious that they shouldn't. He's leaving with $22 million? Like, hell no. Um, but other than that, yeah, yeah just uh, single-player games, I think, are still pretty prominent. I mean, cool. a lot of the games I play are single. Well, then again, I'm just like a JRPG buff, so they're pretty <laughs> single-player. <laughs> well, since your Switch got stolen and you're not playing Octopath Traveler, mm-hmm. what are you playing right now? Because you still have your PS4, obviously. Yeah, I mean, um, I played... Oh! Okay, I am playing something. My friend lent me PS uh, PS Vita. Okay. And the only thing I'm playing on it, can you guess what it is? Oh, sorry. It's okay. Yeah. Um, uh, let me a PS Vita, and uh, uh, if you can guess what game I'm playing, I will... That's a hard question. I, can, I don't know any I'll PS give you Vita a, games. Oh, okay, that's fine. Don't give me anything. <laughs> Just no, no, tell me what yeah, you're playing. Yeah. So, uh, my friend not only lent me his P, uh, PS Vita, he also lent me Persona 4 Golden. Okay. So, immediately after, immediately after introducing me to Persona 5, he also lent me Persona 4. And I'm actually really happy for that because I've, been, I've always been wanting to play the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I never had the opportunity to. And he said that I could have, like, just... Um, what is it? gotten an emulator and played it on the ps2 or like the ps2 version but the thing is that the persona 4 golden the vita version is like the definitive version right it's like all the content that you would need for like a complete um what is it a complete experience oh that's cool so i'm pretty happy yeah i'm just that's the only game i'm playing right now uh ps4 i don't really have anything i still have kingdom hearts 1.5 and 2.5 but i haven't touched it since i got it i need to get those and not play them just like you <laughs> I, I can lend it to you if you want to no i'm it. good i'm playing other stuff <laughs> oh yeah okay let's let's uh switch gears what are you playing i'm playing yakuza kiwami 2 <laughs> <laughs> it's okay you're the yakuza guy i'm, yep. the, I'm the persona jrpg Final fantasy guy yeah dude so, you know me, I'm all about shooters and action games, and Yakuza is definitely one of those action games. Mm-hmm. Yakuza Kiwami 2 is the most recent entry in the franchise, although it is a remake of the second game in the franchise overall. It, uh, it came out on the 28th last month, mm-hmm. so it's pretty new. Um, Elise and I have been playing it. We're trying to beat it in a month, but I don't think I can because I am going to be like doing all the side stuff, and I'll be busy doing all that little all side stuff. All the side quests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, the side quests are sometimes full games like when you go to a karaoke like you want to sing all the songs but you want to get 100 <laughs> score on them dude that karaoke game those are insane totally totally and then also uh, when you go to the sega arcades in the game you can uh, play f- like play. actual mini games. the actual arcade games like they're basically emulators so there's like a virtual fighter and some other stuff but uh yeah no i've, I've been playing yakuza kiwami 2 i've been uh, i've been really liking it uh what can I say about it other than that it's a solid Yakuza game in the franchise and mm-hmm. everyone should play it, but everyone should start with Zero first. Yeah. Um, other than that, I've been playing a lot of Mario Kart, actually. My my girlfriend became obsessed with Mario Kart. I'm sorry. I <laughs> cannot stand that game. I know. I know you can't. I'm so bad at it, but the only reason I'm bad at it is because the game is a... Uh, what is the word? I don't remember what it was. One of my favorite YouTubers, uh, Game Makers Toolkit, went over it. Um... 
but it like it doesn't reward you for being good. Yeah, that's yeah. why I just I dislike it so much. Like you could stay in like eighth place for the longest time ever, and as long as you're uh, like plan it right, you could just use all your items and then you're already in first. But then whoever's in eighth or no last place can do the same thing. So it's not really. I don't feel like it's really based on skill. It's just based on luck. I don't know. That's just uh, me. That's just I, me. I, I feel that way too. I think it's a little bit of both because mm. so far amongst all my friends and my coworkers, because my coworkers, we all play it together. Sometimes <laughs> I'm usually the best one between gro- both groups because Ooh. I'm, I'm always in first and I'm always like a mile ahead of everyone only because I know how to drift properly. Mm-hmm. I know which characters to pick, which carts to pick and um, how to drift. That's it. Are, are motorcycles still really fast? They're, I wouldn't say fast. They have really good handling. So it's really good to drift with motorcycles. Mm, okay. I feel like carts are easier. Um, It depends on which character you pick. Because like the smaller characters are really, really good at drifting. The heavier characters, of course, they're not. So it depends on which cart you pick, too. So the character and the cart affect each other mm-hmm. like substantially. I'm pretty sure you know all this. But um, yeah, no, we've been playing Mario Kart. It's been fun. I've been beating my friends <laughs> if that makes any sense Dude, no that's like the best <laughs> that's the best uh feeling ever yeah, yeah they're like hey, jeremy are you done yet i'm like nah wait okay now i finished <laughs> <laughs> are you done yet no i still uh, want to play another and get first just <laughs> so i can show up well i will say this it does get boring at the top because i only get coins bananas and green shells as that items right since you know the rng you doesn't... forgot bananas yeah i said banana peels oh i'm wrong <laughs> <laughs> so like um the rng doesn't favor people who are in first place it favors the people that like you mentioned are in eighth place or or last because it wants those people to get up to first place but once they get the bullet and go up to first place it's only second place for them because i'm already in first place <laughs> <laughs> my bad jeremy. i know I, jeremy's I'll... so good you will never be in first place if you play with him i'm not trying to challenge anyone all right i'm just saying He's amongst lying. my friends he and my co-workers i am the best <laughs> But that's a really small statement compared to the people that are online. Granted, I haven't played online, so if that doesn't make me the best online, that just makes me the best amongst my friends and coworkers. I want you to play online now. I don't want to play online. Just I want to get so my I ass can, kicked. I, just yeah, I'm so taking, I can see you get first. I'm talking all this shit right now, and I'm going to get my like, <laughs> asshole rampant. Yeah, you're going to get like all these emails like, here's my here's my uh, Switch friend code. Let me get oh, yours. We're going to single play 1v1. All right. I'll be like, all right. Well, be prepared to lose. Oh, <laughs> he's fighting. He wasn't. He is. Fight he, me. You thought he was going to be passive about this. Now nah, he's going to wreck you. <laughs> I was playing against three of, three of my friends like two weeks ago. Yeah. And um, I was like, all right, I made this challenge. I was like, all right, you guys versus me. And they're like, okay. I was like, with the computers, though. They're like, okay. <laughs> so because I, I just wanted to see... I didn't want to see my raw talent, first of all. My <laughs> raw talent. You heard it here from Jeremy. I know. I'm not that good. I'm telling you. I only know how to drift, and that's how I get in first. And wreck you. Uh, <laughs> see me on the court. <laughs> no, no, no. Hot damn. But uh, I, I, I lost to them simply because my team, I blame my team for holding me down because they're all computers, and mm-hmm. you know there were three players versus me. So, yeah, I lost to them by two, like three points. Yeah, see, Jeremy is <laughs> still doing work. <laughs> Alright, I'm just never going to play Mario Kart No, come again. on, we'll play. we'll play We'll be on the same team so you don't lose horribly <laughs> I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> now, now you hear that, he's saying that you, I can only ju- win <laughs> If I'm on his team I'm joking I'm just kidding <laughs> uh, But I love Mario Kart Mario Kart 8 to me is the most definitive edition of Mario Kart Although, Double Dash double, comes in a close second say, yeah, Double Dash double is, dash is my, my favorite Oh, dude, yeah no. That one's so fun, I loved it Yeah. If they ever make do a remake of that, I'd love to see it on Switch I'm buying it day one I know, right, dude? <laughs> that, that game was actually really fun to play Oh, yeah, no, totally, dude that, 
I had so many good memories playing that on the GameCube. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what else are you playing? Is that it? About um, it? I was playing a couple games on PC before Yakuza Kiwami 2 came out because... What were you playing on PC? Yeah, so before Yakuza Kiwami 2 came out, because I knew it was going to take a bunch of my time up, I was playing Viet- uh, Rising Storm 2 Vietnam. It's a first-person war game set in Vietnam, obviously. Yeah. And it's pretty realistic huh. in that one shot and you're dead. Um, hey! Yeah, sounds yeah. Sounds like hardcore team deathmatch. Except every game is hardcore team deathmatch. Hey, <laughs> it's go. a lot of fun. No, the game is a lot of fun. I want to hop back into it, but you know, I'm preoccupied with playing yes. some console games. Um, I love the fact that uh, the game rewards you with only cosmetic items. Like the developers understood that they don't want to outweigh people who are new to the game, which is perfectly fine. Once you start playing the game, all the weapons are the same for everyone. Yeah. All the unlocks, all the customization, it's all there, like ready for you to play. The only thing you get if you get a lot of points and you level up are skins and cosmetic items, which is the way it should be, in my opinion. Take notes, EA. <laughs> they're not going to take notes. They're going to take your notes, crumple it up, and throw it in the trash. <laughs> and then shit on it. And yeah. Fire. <laughs> um, my brother and I, we played. Rising Storm 1 extensively, and that was set during World War II, so you could be the Japanese versus the Americans. Mm-hmm. And the great thing about that game is, uh, well, well no, not, not great thing, I wouldn't say, because like he and I became like, the highest levels in the game, so <laughs> well, of course everything to us is great. But the higher level you got, the more weapons unlocked, and it was kind of a disadvantage because you would have the standard Thompson, which had like 30 rounds, but once you reach level 50, you'll have the drum magazine Thompson, which had 50 rounds. Okay. So in a sense, it was unbalanced for new players and it still is to this day i believe so you know all the weapon unlocks are something that you have to achieve by killing more people and the only way to kill more people is if you play the game but if you're a new person you can't kill everyone because you suck um that's just that's just how it is but um with rising storm 2 as i mentioned before they changed it so that everyone's on an even playing field which is nice you want that oh yeah no that definitely otherwise it's gonna feel like an ea game <laughs> man bashing ea left and right Dude, i'm sorry ea is just a horrible okay even though I bash them, they make a lot of money, and I wouldn't mind working for them. <laughs> don't, yeah, don't say that now. What if they become your future empl- future employer one day? No, no, just make no. sure they never hear this. Hear- no, no, I'll just be like, that's not me. My voice doesn't sound like that. <laughs> that's another guy. Yeah, that's, that's another Jairus. <laughs> I'm Jairos. Yeah, dude. You gotta <laughs> emphasize the latter part of my name. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jairost for roasting EA. <laughs> dude, I'm sorry. I'm just Can't relentless. spell roast without EA. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, no, you can't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's no E in roast. <laughs> damn, dude. I tried. It's okay. You did a good job. I think <laughs> maybe we need a bit more whiskey. Yeah, we're drinking whiskey, by the way. So yeah, don't don't it. slam the glass too hard when you put it on the table, please. Yeah. Oh, we're cheersing. Okay, See it? so put it down. Put it down slowly. Mm-hmm. I think I'm getting accustomed to it, but I think it's because the wa- uh, ice. Uh, yeah, mixing yeah, yeah. with it. Yeah, yeah, this is my first time. Well, not my first time, but um, I was reluctant to try the whiskey, and whew, boy, did it hit me the first sip. But now I'm getting used to it. Yeah, dude. No, I I've been a huge fan of whiskey since like. <laughs> last like a year and a half ago mm-hmm. i'd say one of my really good friends introduced me to whiskey um uh well more like different types of whiskey because the only thing i had at that point was jack and that's all i knew about whiskey was jack and i was like all right well i don't like whiskey i prefer clearer drinks it's funny because now i prefer darker drinks oh wow yeah um it's it's a long road it's been a long road um like Last year, I was introduced to my girlfriend's English teacher in Japan, yeah. and he introduced me to scotch, wow. specifically Lafroig. Shout out to Lafroig. <laughs> and which you could find at Trader Joe's for like 40 bucks, and it's like this big green bottle, and it is really smooth. 
It's it's really good. It's like oh boy, like I have a story to tell you about scotch. Well, well, before yeah, no, before we no, get to no, that, finish yours. yeah, yeah. So then he got me into drinking scotch and kind of like scotch on the rocks and different types of different ways of drinking scotch overall. Mm-hmm. So that was fun. And then um, last year. No, not last year. Earlier this year, I went to Japan again, and I brought back a bunch of whiskey. And then Alisa and I, we did a little video where we played Yakuza, and we drank whiskey. Hey. All the whiskey that I brought. It was awesome, dude. That must have been a really fun video. Yeah, it was great. Just half-wasted. No. You probably <laughs> no. weren't even going. Well, the, all the best part was that we ordered a giant platter of tempura and just ate it while we were drinking. Yeah, what? I know. Yeah, dude. It was, sounds so good. It was so awesome. Where did you order from? Uh, Noriega Teriyaki House. Oh, my God. <laughs> where we got the sushi boat? Yeah. That double take yeah yeah dude Two? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah real quick um my first time ever trying scotch i uh so i met this um guy from europe and all that stuff we were in iec for a bit there was this uh girl that we knew that had a birthday party she invited both of us and she liked to dance a lot we did not so she was like oh come dance with us downstairs i'm like okay we'll do Wait, that where was this at um i don't remember but it was downtown i think it was pete's uh, no. Was it a club? It was like some. Was club. it temple? <laughs> no, it's not temple. It was mixed with like a bar. The oh, bar was upstairs. The, okay. the club was downstairs. DNA lounge. I don't think it's DNA lounge. Okay. Uh, there's, it's like a, a person's name, but okay. Um, so she's she's like dancing, trying to get everybody to dance downstairs with her, and then me and the guy, we obviously look so awkward, so we're like, let's just go upstairs and chill. So we we went upstairs, <laughs> started chilling, and the guy is like talking to me about how he he was back at home, just like how things are and how it's different over here in america he proceeds to tell me how he loves drinking scotch and then i'm okay. like okay that's cool that's cool and he's like here i'll buy you one and i was like i don't know i never tried it he's like trust me it's smooth like you like you just mentioned i drink it instantly i almost want to throw up like i'm just like oh my goodness <laughs> and then like the guy's smiling at me so i'm like i drink it swallow it and i'm just like he's how is it how is it i'm just like it's good really good but i'm like dying on the inside I'm, oh no it's just like i don't think i'll ever try scotch again i'm sorry it doesn't oh. when you say smooth i'm like yeah smooth enough to make me just come back out where's this guy from um i don't remember. european country yeah he's yeah, i mean he's in europe i just don't remember what oh it's like dash or something i feel like a lot of northern europeans love scotch Gosh. and whiskey <laughs> just smooth alcohol well i mean they can probably get it better than we do since they're kind of near the distilleries mm. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. What do I know about alcohol? Yeah, what do I know about alcohol? All I do is just drink wine. I love wine. <laughs> well, oh, damn. I could have brought that out, too. But I want to drink whiskey with you because I thought it would be more it's fun. all good, dude. I'm trying to get, introduce you more. Cheers. That's fine. He's trying to make my my taste buds mature. Mm. See, Jeremy's talking about how all his drinks are becoming darker. It's because he's maturing like fine wine. Ooh, compliments. Thanks, man. I got to get better at that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's up? Don't slam it on the table. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, you just mentioned that. <laughs> yeah, here, let me get coasters. Sounds Gucci. Um, but yeah, aside from all the games that I just mentioned, I'm not really playing that. Oh, well, I mean, I'm, I'm still playing my mobile game. <laughs> Which one is that? I'm playing Final Fantasy Prep X still. Oh, right, right. Okay. Um, that, and I also play Fire Emblem Heroes a little bit, not cool. as much. And then there's this new one that came out called Star Ocean uh, Anamnesis. It's a weird name. But, you yeah. know, Japanese people and their weird-ass names. <laughs> so, I mean, that one, those two I play casually, but Brave Experience, I actually, like, play, like, I, I go on that, like, almost every day. Yeah. Which is kind of ridiculous. I probably right, should right. quit it again. It's all good, man. It's all good. <laughs> I, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. 
Are there any games you're looking forward to? Yeah, so before I get into that, I also I wanted to mention to you that What's I know that? you don't have a Switch, but mm-hmm. Nintendo Direct's new tomorrow? Direct is tomorrow, yeah. yeah. And some things that are expecting to come out are Luigi's Mansion for 3DS, which is a remake of the first one on GameCube. Okay. Which they already showed a trailer for like earlier this year. Huh, um, of course, more Smash reveals. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, I don't yeah. think it'll be that soon. I feel like it might I think be they will. Really? <laughs> yeah. The game's coming out in a couple months. Okay, well, then I hope there's a new character. They're probably going to introduce someone. And I actually already pre-ordered the game. <laughs> you did? Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking props to you, buddy. Yeah, I mean... It's I'm... Gonna be sold out for a bit. Well, I mean, I got the digital code. So oh, I'm, okay. I'm going all digital, like I think I mentioned to you earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, so my biggest hope from the Nintendo Direct tomorrow is that they're going to release, or announce, not release, announce Animal Crossing for Switch. That's the only game I want. <laughs> I was surprised at how many people wanted the Animal Crossing game. Yeah. Because I didn't think there was that big of a market for it. Oh, dude, no. Like, right I, now, my girlfriend's obsessed with that game. Is she's she obsessed. The, is she playing the mobile one? She's playing the mobile one, and she's stealing my 3DS and playing New Leaf. Oh, <laughs> my God. Okay, I I got New Leaf because of some deal that didn't even work for me because I think I did it wrong. Um, it had to do with getting a DS. Uh, not new, not the new, th- new Nintendo 3DS, but the 3DS. Um, so I think I had to have redeem something within like 30 days of having bought it okay and then i read that after the fact so then oh no so then i didn't get two free games and so i just got a game that i bought and i was like fuck so i ended up with animal crossing and new yeah. leaf and i tried it and i was like what what do i do in this game i know i'm just like it's like a life simulator <laughs> it is yeah yeah so i was just like this is kind of weird well see there's two people that will view the game as like there's one set of people that will say this is my escape from reality i want to live in this fictional town i want to do whatever i want i want to mm-hmm. be the mayor blah 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 but there's other people that are like why am i playing a game when i have to do work you know <laughs> like when like in the very first animal crossing for gamecube which was also on the n64 the first thing you do when you go into town is you get set up with a house and you have to start a part-time job so people that come <laughs> back from their jobs are like why do i have to start a job for my job <laughs> so i understand that there's a work aspect to it that people don't want to do mm-hmm. but there's also this escapism and kind of relaxation part of it that other people enjoy i think if you think, if you think about it like even other games like mmorpgs and stuff like that have some sort of like part-time job you just don't think it is i mean yeah. doing fetch quests and a lot of stuff is the grind just yeah all that stuff is literally just part-time job stuff mm-hmm. so it's not it's not out of the realm of like what is it? It's not like you're not used to that stuff. I think it just depends on how it's presented. And Animal Crossing New Leaf is just like different. And I just yeah. didn't like it that much. And that's fine. You can mm. have your opinion like that. Like, yeah. I'm not going to tell you that you shouldn't play it. I'm not going to no, tell you. No, you're wrong. Yeah, you no, 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 no. You have to like Animal Crossing. No, no, no. I'm, not, I'm not one of those people. I'll say I understand why you don't like it. Mm. Because I, I really like that style of gameplay. And I like, you know, relaxing and all that stuff. But yeah. uh, it's not for everyone. You know, some people like to relax and kill zombies left and right. <laughs> so, and that's part of me too. Yeah, I like to do that too. That's a bit of a cathartic feeling. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, for tomorrow. So, what are you expecting out of tomorrow? Fire Emblem. For yeah, definitely, definitely going to come out with more Fire Emblem. Or 2019, I hope. My, my bad. I am very excited for that. I have been hoping for that. And they said it was going to be 2018 when they announced it on E3. I saw it was 2019. My my heart just broke into oh, two. No. <laughs> I was really looking forward to it. I love Fire Emblem. 
Um, that and I, I'm hoping for like some sort of like some more information on Metroid Prime Four. Yep, because uh, they just showed the title. And yeah, that's it. dude, it's the logo reveal, man. <laughs> just develops more hype. I know. That's what they did with uh, what was it called Skyrim way back when, and people just got massive boners over that. And Shenmue Three. <laughs> oh yeah, Shenmue Three. Right. I actually, I actually bought Shenmue recently, mm. but I can't play it because I'm playing other games. Oof. It's on my backlog, but staring go, at me on my PS4 you screen. Stockpile it, man. <sighs> just get ready for the, the video game apocalypse. Just, I know. I'm seriously. Just that's not yeah. Well, I mean, that's what my Steam is. It's just stockpiled full of <sighs> games that I can't play because I s- I'm busy. I stopped buying on Steam Summer Sales because it just adds up. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, wait. What are you expecting for? Oh, I already mentioned it. Okay. Yeah, like Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing and just uh, Smash. Nothing else. Um, that's it. Oh, well, actually, they're gonna talk more about Mario Party because I'm I'm actually trying to get that. Oh, that one actually looks really fun. I know. I want to know so more down. about it because the, we only, we only saw the trailer, but they didn't like mention anything about gameplay and like what you could do. Mm. I've only seen the screenshots on Amazon, so I don't know what else you could do <laughs> after like doing listings of like I don't know. There's just like trailer screenshots or yeah, whatever. pretty much. But, no, like, what was that? No, but like the the game itself, it, like I know it, it looks like Mario Party for sure, but I don't know how much it's gonna be. Like I don't. It's I mean, more not, fun. Yeah, I mean, like I I want to know if you can still screw your friends over royally. I'm or... pretty sure you can. I don't, <laughs> I don't. I don't think they'd remove that. Yeah. Uh, the cool thing that I uh, from the trailer that I liked was the, um, was it the the switches connecting? Yeah. You remember that? I thought that was really cool, and they yeah. actually connected the screens, and I was like, "Whoa, that's cool!" Yeah, I like I want to, I want to see that stuff. Yeah, and I thought about doing that when you get it, but then of course, you know, your situation. I mean, I'm gonna have one again. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, when you do, if you do get Mario Party, we'll play I'll bring it over and Dude, we play, yeah. boy. We need to have other people. It can't be just us two playing Mario yeah, okay, Party. That doesn't make sense. It's of not course, fun, of you know. We'll have a we'll have a Mario Party uh, open. We'll open have a Mario match. Party party. Oh my god! Oh my perfect. god! Wow! And with alcohol, party? we'll drink. Oh, then. With whiskey, you mean? Well, shots. Yeah. Shot, <laughs> shot, 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 shot. See, Mario just bottoms up. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I think tomorrow's going to be your standard Nintendo Direct <laughs> fair. Was, was the previous Direct with uh, some of the Smash characters 35 minutes long? Yeah, it was really long. It was like 35, 36 minutes long. I feel like 35 minutes is not that long, so I'm just like wondering if they're even going to be able to touch on some Smash stuff. That's why I'm like feeling they're not going to do Smash uh that many I, I mean this they've re- already revealed so much they're gonna they're okay, gonna like add on to it okay because it's gonna grab people's attention people are expecting smash if they don't deliver it then what else are they gonna talk about did my friend told me that um when there was a nindies uh nintendo was gonna do their nindies uh, kind of direct all that stuff people were in that chat just yelling smash i'm like dude this is it's for the Nindies. Like, this is for the indie games. What are you doing? They're not going to drop any Smash information. Smash is not an indie game. Yeah. Some <laughs> people are just really boner hard for that stuff. Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, it is Smash. Smash is, like, one of their biggest things. I would say it's... I would say it's the biggest thing on and for, for Nintendo. Nintendo. Yeah. Like, it's if like not crossover of everything. One, yeah, yeah. One of the biggest, if not the biggest, because it was the number one selling game on the GameCube. Mm-hmm. And then for the what, Wii... What is? Yeah. I thought it would be, like... Any of the main franchises, like it is one. Of, well, I mean, it is one of the main franchises now. Yeah. I mean, even though it was only the second game, mm-hmm. but uh, I think it was Mario Sunshine was second. I, I forget, but yeah, look up like le- best-selling GameCube games, um, and then of course Brawl on the Wii. I don't know what the best-selling game on the Wii was, but I don't know if it's Brawl. Maybe it's Brawl. We but, had a very interesting catalog of games. Yeah, 
And then uh, the Wii U, of course. Uh, it has to be Smash. Yeah. Nobody got a Wii U for anything but Smash. Yeah, exactly. Like, it exactly. Just doesn't make sense. That's the only thing game I know on the Wii U, aside from uh, Mario Kart, which, which, is, which is now on Switch. Mm-hmm. I don't know what was an exclusive. Maybe Zombie Chronicle X, but that one, that's like JRPG stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know. There wasn't, there wasn't a Zelda game that was strictly on that, except for the Wind Waker HD remake. But <sighs> is that ever going to come out on Switch? They should. I don't. I don't think so. Why? Why would they leave it on the Wii? You. Good luck, man. You, ah. can, you can hope for it. I don't think they're gonna do it because oh, they man. literally just put it for the Wii U. I mean, it might be a good idea for them to do because they don't want to release it with. You know, they don't want to overshadow Breath of the Wild, which is already done and gone with, right? Wait, so, how, do you, how do you overshadow Breath? of Breath of the Wild was like. Well, like they don't want to. Oh. No, but they don't want to release two Zelda games and have pe- more people buy one than the other. You mm. know what I mean? Like they want to level it out. It's only been like what a year since Breath of the Wild came out. Oh my god! And people are still finding things out about it. Yep, it's, that's it's how crazy. good of a game it is. <laughs> like, Jesus! Yeah, I go on that Reddit sometimes, and I still I find new things. I'm just like, God, I wish I could play it right now. Uh, rest in peace, your Wii, because you're the first person. Oh no, your Switch, because you're the first person to let me play with a Switch and let me play Breath of the Wild. Oh, dude, I remember that. That was really fun. Yeah, I, we stayed up until like 3 a.m. playing. That yeah, game. I I came over, brought my Switch, and I was like, Yeah, you guys have at it, and I let them play. It was fun watching. Yeah. Their reactions were. It's it's really nice uh, seeing how people react. Like to what? It. You could do this. You yeah. could do that. You could do this. You it's can like, kill that. What? This is Ganon's castle. What? You can go there on the first day. <laughs> <laughs> what? You could parry the beam. <laughs> Remember yeah. that? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah Shogo yeah. was here, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Oh, that was so funny. Well, no, that he was like here on the third day because you mm. came over three times. I remember. Oh my god. When and, the switch game. And then that third day, we looked we looked up something and I was oh, like, hey, look. oh. <laughs> Oh Not gonna mention God. what it is, but you already know. I remember. It was gross. God, I love how that just came right. That's how traumatic it was. I was like, I wonder what this looks like. And then I showed you. You're like, oh. <laughs> it was so bad. Come on, it's the 69th episode. Got to make these references. Oh God. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was funny because our friend Shogo was here, and then both Jeremy and Shogo were flipping out because they were like, "No, we want to see you go to Yen's castle." So I go there, <laughs> and I'm like scaling it with like the beginning equipment, and then uh, I'm kind of good. So then I like parried a few beams, but then I died after a while i'm kind of good I'm kind of good <laughs> hey man i gotta i gotta brag a bit uh-huh you're dude. really good what are you talking dude, about i've seen some really good reddit like gamers those guys are insane i'm just like how the fuck do they get that good dude mm. oh man but um aside from that yeah switch stuff uh, or i mean uh, direct stuff i'm looking forward to seeing uh hopefully if i emblem uh more information drop for that yeah and i think we will I definitely think we will. So it starts 3, uh, 3 p.m. tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, this podcast will come out much later than that. So give us your thoughts on what you th- of the what you expected or what you were hoping for from the Nintendo Direct and uh, what you really liked about it and what you didn't like. Because uh, mm-hmm. we'll be definitely be watching it tomorrow. We'll and see. tell me if you're going to be getting Fire Emblem because I'm totally getting it. And I like friends. And friends who play Fire Emblem are the best. Why are you like whispering further and further with that sentence? Oh, just because... Okay. Anyways, <laughs> uh, Spider Man. Ah, so I haven't really ca- caught up with that. Aside from that, I know it's coming out soon. But did you hear about the graphics controversy? I didn't so, know there was. Do you know one. about Watch Dogs? Like how it had like the graphics controversy? Like the trailer looked different from the game. Well, basically, wait, in... they did that with um, Aliens Current 
Colonial Marines or something? Yeah, well, I, I guess so, but that game sucked, so a lot yeah, of people didn't, of although, even though it sucked, I, I actually do own it, and I did play it, and, and I can confirm that it sucks, <laughs> because I beat it, and I was like, I, I felt like I wasted my time, and I, I played it alone, too, and I, I wish other people played with me. I hope you didn't spend the full... I did amount. not, no, okay. I waited I waited years after it came out to play it, okay. and I was like, God, I, can't, I hope, I'm glad I didn't pay $60 <laughs> for this shitty game. Um, that's aside the point, so, the, it was like the first trailer released and showed the graphics and what it looked like and then uh the most recent trailer released and then people were out crying because the graphics looked like they downgraded but then the one of the developers came out and said like oh this what you saw was only like the mp4 rendering of it like it's not the it's not the uncompressed version of the of uh the video like this is just the compressed version of the video like right. actual game looks different right. but then and uh, you know and then everyone's like the developers are backtracking Fans are out crying, so we'll see what happens when the game actually does come out in in two days. Okay. So, in two days. I mean, honestly, I don't give a shit about graphics. If the gameplay outweighs the graphics, that's more important. Because okay. there was a time when graphics didn't matter. And even today, I would say graphics still don't matter. I think to this point, graphics have gone to the uh, reached a certain level where it will generally look good almost. Yes. Like all the time. Like it doesn't look like pixels. Or, I mean, not pixels, but it doesn't look like polygon, so, I mean... Unless you're going for that art style. Mm. Like Owlboy. Wait, that's, that's like, pixel, like, 32-bit kind of art, right? Yeah. Because what I mean by polygons is, like, Solid Snake and Metal Gear. Oh, oh, like, oh, Cloud oh. Or, like, or like uh, Goldeneye. Hor- yeah, horrendously, like... Oh God, like it doesn't look like a person yeah, it looks yeah. like an alien monster unless you wanted to go for that for like a unique art style but i don't know if that would be a good idea in this day and age no i mean there are some games there's a game called like back to 1996 that makes it look it, it, it's developed like an old silent hill game mm-hmm. and so it has that art style which i get you know you're trying to essence that that same thing but if you do it intentionally <laughs> like like or, no sorry if you do it intentionally it's fine if you don't do it on purpose then there's a problem mm-hmm. you know what i mean so, I think graphics have plateaued. I think there's a they're at a point now where everything looks good and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Like for example, Yakuza Kiwami Two, like the the Dragon Engine, everyone looks realistic. Like everything looks fine. And right now, if they continue making Yakuza games with that engine and that graphic style, I'll be happy for the rest of my life. Like, like I don't care what the graphics look like. I care about the story and where they go, where the characters mm-hmm. go. The graphics enhance it, yes, and they make it look better and and they kind of make it so that. We as the players can kind of relate to what's happening. Yeah. That, like not everyone looks like an alien being. So you're playing a game about humans. That's for humans. So obviously you need to relate somehow. The graphics enhance it, but the the characters are what really make it like a more a more uh, like relatable story. If that makes sense. I'm getting it. Yeah. The only thing. Okay. So what you're saying about the the graphics and how they plateaued though. Um... If you're doing what they're do- or what is the what's the game develop the team or what's the development developers for the new Spider-Man game? Do you know? Oh, uh, Insomniac. They created okay. the Infamous series. So I mean, um, graphics have definitely like plateaued in a good in a good sense. But if you're kind of advertising a game where you're showing a bunch of trailers and saying that this is the this is the in-game play, like right. this is how it looks like, right. I feel like people do have a right to be upset that they're being falsely advertised. Because, I mean, yeah. if, if they, if they like, this graphics controversy that you're talking about, if it really does look that stark, uh, like, from what they've been seeing, then I feel like they have a right to be, like, to to 
have an outcry with that. Because, um, I mean, if someone's trying to sell you something and they they say that it's this and they show you things that make it seem like it is actually that, um, what is it? And you get something completely different, then, yeah, I feel like you have uh, every right to be upset about it. I think he's trying to show me. No, no, no. Keep talking. Don't, okay. don't, don't worry about me. <laughs> Um, I mean that that's like just like my little tidbit on it. Obviously, I haven't seen it yet, so I don't know how. What is it? What's like? I don't know the level of how bad it is, or if it's even that bad at all. No, it it looks fine. Like the game itself looks like it's Spider Man. Like that's he wanted to look like a Spider Man game. Like mm-hmm. have you ever played any of the older Spider Man games? Yeah, I played the sixty four one. I like that one. Yeah, so. You know, it, it kind of harkens back to that style of gameplay where it's like swinging from web, from building to building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so, you know, despite the graphics controversy, everyone, everyone's been saying that the game is fantastic overall, mm-hmm. which is kind of what you want. Yeah, so. even though I don't really play any superhero games, uh, Spider-Man, that one looks actually like a lot of fun. Yeah. Because it's Spider-Man. I like sure. Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. Swinging from web to web in like a, what is it, a... Urban Jungle, that's the coolest thing ever. <laughs> New York City. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mentioned that Insomniac made Infamous. That, uh, that's incorrect. I meant they made Ratchet & Clank. Um, There's another, another studio made Infamous. I forgot the name of them, but they're making that new Samurai game for PS4, Ghost of Tsushima. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, so... Okay, Ghost, wait, time out. Ghost of Tsushima looks really fucking beautiful. Dude, yeah. I've been seeing all that, like all the all the in-game renders, and I'm like, yep. oh my god, yep, what is yep. this beautiful game? Elisa and I have been freaking out about that game, and we really, really, really want to play it Like when it comes out. It looks gorgeous. Dude, yeah, I, I cannot wait to play that game, simply because, you know, it's, it's set in the samurai time period, and you know, how many games you get to play nowadays that are set in the samurai era it seems to be very accurate too yeah it's based on an actual island and an actual historical event so mm-hmm. you will be playing as someone during that time period which is awesome because they rendered the whole island you know which is awesome the scenery is so <laughs> oh, like yeah. i saw some pictures i see like yeah. there's a dude like uh, there's like tiles there's a samurai and there's like soccer pedals falling and i'm like whoa that looks really hyper realistic and i love it yeah it, totally dude it's gorgeous <laughs> like oh my god yeah just like just like take in in uh, in game screenshots, put together something on like Photoshop, create a collage, and it's like, oh, here's a tour, here's a t- brochure for our uh, new tourist, um, what is it, tourist trip to wherever this island is. I feel like it worked. It's a uh, Tsushima. Tsushima. There you go. <laughs> yeah, go Tsushima. Gosh, I'm not all together here. <laughs> mm, okay. So I don't know if you watched the E3 Sony press conference. Did you happen to catch that? Um, I don't remember year? too much about it. Well, there was a part where. Um, they were they started in somewhere that was like based on the last of us and then they cut to a break and they cut back and the whole audience was in a different amphitheater <laughs> and it was um it showed like the sakura trees blowing in the wind and it had this like this white guy come out and the he, he had like the, the, the flute, the, the flute. The flute and he had like, a hat and he's like playing and, and I, I was looking at my brother like what's going on and then they're like okay ghost of tsushima i was like oh that's all i wanted to see <laughs> why did i have to watch this guy blow into a flute for like a minute. They but wanted. They wanted to uh, get the guy. Uh, I don't some of the limelight. Just man. show me the game. <laughs> Isn't that why this is called E3 Electronic so, Entertainment Expo? <laughs> somebody told me about that, and I was laughing because I was like, "Oh, they're just showing the in-game mechanics." He's like, "No, there was a guy who was actually playing the like the instrument." And I was like, "What? That's not part of the game." Yeah, I was like, "Why would you do that?" When, when he made it, when he told me that, I was like, "Okay, that's kind of stupid." Yeah. I don't know, man. That's 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 whatever. But um. Yeah, uh, Ghost of Tsushima, that's it's looking cool. Um, what I'm trying to remember, 
going back to E3, dude, there was a lot of cool stuff announced. Nah, we don't have to talk about, we don't have to talk about E3. That's, yeah, didn't we that's do the that past. already? Uh, yeah, we did. Yeah, okay. It was, a lot, it was a while ago that we talked about yeah, it. Yeah, my bad. Didn't it's okay. Didn't bring up all the no worries. topics. Um, something I wanted to point out, uh, Mega Man 11 is coming out on October 2nd. Are you interested in the series? Do you Have you ever played it? I haven't heard of anything about Mega Man 11. No, wait, I think I have, but I'm not too interested in that. Mega Man, but I like the X series. Oh, well, yeah, this isn't a sequel to the X series. It's a sequel to the main series. Yeah, see, the X series I thought okay. was more fun. Yeah, I, see, as someone that's never played Mega Man, like, 11, 11 speaks to me in a way because I, I think it's interesting as a platformer. I I think we own the uh, first one on the NES. I'm staring at the NES. <laughs> and I, I, I can see the box where Dude, I think the, the game is in. So it's my my dad's. Dude. He gave it to my brother and I and oh then and we have a Genesis over there too. Dude, this Genesis. is like completing the video game like console library here. Unintentionally though. If you have a Dreamcast, <laughs> I think you're set. It's right there. Oh, okay. I, I've been defeated. He has a Dreamcast, guys. <laughs> it's sitting on top of a PS2. <laughs> Jesus, dude. This is becoming the video game library right here. Yeah. Um, Sorry, you were saying? It's okay. No, I... Uh, Mega Man. Uh, Mega Man 11 is uh, interesting to me simply because I um I I haven't played all the other original games, but I kind of want to. Mm-hmm. It was one of the games that kind of defined platforming, the 2D platforming genre, um also the difficulty setting of 2D platformers since mm-hmm. Mega Man is not an easy game, but it's also not a hard game. Yeah. I'd say it's somewhere in between. Like you can be a skilled player, play it and still Loot, like still fall off and die at some po- points. So, have you ever seen um, Eagle Raptors sequelitis? Of course, I've watched I, all of them. The, so you've seen the Mega Man one? Yes, I have. That, that's great. He did a great job explaining that. Yeah. Mega Man, Mega Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but uh, I do remember a lot of things he was talking about with the original Mega Man, where it's like, oh, you see these platforms are falling and stuff like that, but you do get a chance to go on them first, and you figure things out. You kind of mm-hmm. learn mm-hmm. as you go. So it's like it did. Uh, what is it as a platform? It did help develop like. I don't know, uh, a gamer's intuition when it comes to playing that or throughout gaming in Mega Man. What other games do that well, do you think? Uh, like, it doesn't hold your hand, but you kind of learn through doing yeah. it. Like, Mario, I, Super Mario 64 on on the N64. Like, it a, doesn't tell you anything, but you just do it. So then you just have to, like, run around and start jumping around and you know, pressing the B button, pressing the A button, pressing the Z button, left and right, playing with the C buttons, just to see what he would do. You know, like it doesn't tell you what to do or where to go. It just says, all right, this is Mario. You jumped out of a pipe and you're in front of Peach's castle. Now go inside the castle. But it doesn't tell you that. It's just there. Uh, actually, for Mario, there was actually a really interesting thing where it shows you or where like in the first level, like literally the first level, uh, you know how the screen pans to to certain areas and then it stops and you can't go back. Yeah. So there's a Goomba coming up and then you're underneath all these blocks. Yeah. And all that stuff. So the only thing you can really do is you have like two buttons left. You're kind of forced to press one of the two while the thing comes to you so yep. you learn how to jump right yep. there and yep. then and then you hit a block and you realize that you can do this and that so you're you're right like you yeah mario does have that uh like you learn as you go i'm trying to think of when i had a good example recently because somebody uh i would talk to somebody about a few games uh recently but i it's escaping me and it was a pretty good one too it's all good <sighs> it's it's killing me it's man. no i mean if there's a game you can think of that really introduces how to um Introduce its mechanics to you, you know, as let you us know. go. Let us know if you're listening. But, uh, Jairus, if you can do that. 
I'm trying to think of it. I can't. I can't right now. I had a good one too. No, I know. As you know, a lot of games introduce like, oh, press the A button, press the B button to do this. It's like you don't want to be fed that sometimes. You just yeah. want to jump into it. It's all good. You can say Call of Duty. <laughs> no, dude. I had a good one. Maybe it was. No, I don't feel like it was Breath of the Wild, but I feel like Breath of the Wild. Does Breath of the Wild does do that. Yeah, but they do that well. I think. I'm trying to think. I can't do it, Jeremy. It's fine. It's disappearing. Watch, it's gonna come back to me later. I'm gonna text you like one. We're gonna be talking about something else, <laughs> and then you're like, "Oh my god, I know what it is." Yeah. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna think about that. I'm gonna mull over it for like the next few days, and I'm gonna text you and I'm send it to you. Please. <sighs> Please god, do. It's making me upset. But um, okay. So Mega Man 11. Are you gonna get be getting it then? No, I don't think I'll be getting it day one. <laughs> I know, I know. I've been talking about it, like I'm talk. going to. I was like, oh, nah, he's, he's nah, probably gonna, getting it. Nah. <laughs> I'm not gonna get it day one simply because um. You know the whole Mighty Number no. Nine thing, where it came, where it came out, and, and people were like outraged of it because it wasn't as good as Mega Man, but it was trying to be Mega Man, even though it was made by the man who created Mega Man. Actually, if I remember correctly, Keiji Inafune isn't the guy who made. Mega it's Man. not. He's not. But he's everyone the marketing cons- exactly. Yes. Everyone considers him the creator of Mega Man. But there's another guy that created it, mm-hmm. and so he stole the spotlight. Yeah, and he he screwed it up real big. Good. Well, I'm glad the non-creator of Mega Man failed at making a Mega Man game. Yeah, it just sucks because all the other people that believed in it uh, fell for it. Oh. And people like Renz, especially. <laughs> he was really looking forward to it, and he was upset. Oh, well. <laughs> That's why you don't really fund Kickstarters. I don't. I, the last time I funded a Kickstarter was for Ukulele. Have you heard of that game? Oh. And oh. that disappointed me greatly. Oh. Sorry, I'm, Platonic. I'm so sorry. It's okay. I, I spent my $20. I bought the game. I got it digitally on PS4, and once I started playing it, I was like, "This is not Banjo Kazooie." So I went and played. I went and played Banjo Kazooie because <laughs> that's the only game that so you, is like that. You didn't even finish it. I didn't. I didn't even like. Technically, I didn't even start it. Like, I got to the first level. I started playing the first level. I'm like, "This is horrible." Like, I can't oh, no. keep playing it. Did you? Did you play it? Did you touch it at all? No, I just watched Donkey's review of it. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, see. I played the game and then I watched his review and I was like, I feel the same way. <laughs> Donkey's not always right when it comes to what he talks about because mm-hmm. everyone's going to have their opinion on everything. Of course. So I wouldn't say you're right when it comes to your opinion. I will just say that everyone has different opinions and different feelings towards different games. Of course. There are some people that love ukulele. I've watched some of my favorite YouTubers like uh, Gerard Khalil, the completionist. He oh. in, the, in the beginning, he said that he liked, he liked a lot of aspects about ukulele even though it wasn't Banjo and Kazooie. But I watched a recent episode of Madness on their Normal Boots channel, and he said that he was disappointed by the game. So that episode came out more recently. So I believe what he says now is that he was disappointed by it. But in the beginning, he did say he liked it. So there are some people that tolerate it, I would say. Okay, there's some people That's a better word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, the younger generation, they don't know what Banjo-Kazooie is. They're going to play this game and be like, this is a great game. I wonder what else is like it. And And then they they play play Banjo-Kazooie. They're like, oh my god, what is this? Their mind gets blown at how much better it is for an older game. Right. Because it was a great game. Yeah, I my, my brother and I grew up playing the sequels. So <laughs> the sequels. So oh, you, you started only, with Tui? Yeah, no, no. We, sorry, we played Kazooie and then we bought Tui from. Oh, there you go. Uh, uh, GameStop before it was called GameStop. It was called Software Etc. in our mall. <laughs> no way. And then GameStop bought that and became GameStop. I remember there was Game Crazy back in like Blockbuster in Hollywood. Oh uh, yeah. Stores, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a uh, yeah. I remember that too. Yeah. Oh my god! That place was dope. It was like green and black. It was the colors. Yep. I remember my uh, my cousins and I. We went to there to buy a Star Wars or to rent a Star Wars game for a day, and we did, and we had fun making fun of the voices. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, is there anything else you want to add? I mean, we have a pretty short list today for the agenda. Um, anything you want to talk about? Game wise, yeah. Let's see. Something Um, that's inspired you. I know you've been working on your games. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Um, so recently I had the opportunity to work uh, with some game development teams, and I was able to get some uh, producing roles. Well, not really producing roles. I I got an audio audio lead role so i had to delegate tasks to people who uh would be doing sound design and composition while i'm also helping those people this was for a game called force break which uh managed to get uh what is it i think it was uh at e3 um and they got to show it off with some of the smaller indie games and all that stuff um it's gonna be released on steam so you guys can check that out when it when it gets there uh, you'll see my name there in the credits. It's actually pretty cool having credits for that. I, am, I was able to throw that on nice. my resume. and uh, yeah, dude. It looks good. Um, people have been emailing me about a few job stuff. I even got something from a game thing that's downtown. So I was really excited about that. Mm-hmm. Um, there was another game I got to work for, which was... Um, oh, wait. By the way, Force Break is like... A, it's like Twisted Metal mixed with uh, that soccer game that's with cars. I forgot what it's called. Uh, Rocket League. Yeah, Rocket League. It's like a mixture <laughs> of that. Uh, so you have guns and you're trying to hit the other character out of bounds. Plug it. What's what's yeah. the website where people can find out about it and where can you play it on? Um, you'll be able, I mean, you'll be able to play it on Steam, uh, on computers and all that stuff. Uh, the Steam release, I'm not sure when that is. The website is just Force Break. I think it's a Wix site. So how do you spell that? Force. Force. F O R Z E. Oh, okay. Force. Force is break. B R E K. EAK. So okay. um, it's a really interesting game. It was really cool. funny working with the development team. We we use Discord a lot. Good. Uh, well, <laughs> they use Slack, but I kind of kind of made them use Discord because I prefer Discord. <laughs> I mean, it's a chat system made for gamers. I'm surprised that they were using Slack instead of yeah, Discord. I, I don't know. But those um, two systems are competing with each other. You know, they're very like similar. Discord is like destroying the competition. Discord's <laughs> great. Yeah, but for business settings, a lot of businesses don't Slack. use. Yeah, they Slack don't. Like is, my company uses Slack. Yeah, I mean, in a business setting, I've seen how Slack is, and it really does fit the the atmosphere. But gaming, mm, Discord mm. is there, and also I feel like for game development or like game companies, they would use Discord. Yeah, dude. Yeah, we. I had another developer on. He's working on a game called Costume, mm-hmm. and he was saying that his whole team is spread out across the world, so they only use Discord to talk to each other. I was like, that is awesome. Dude, Discord's great. Um, the other game that I worked on was called uh, Journey Through Memories, and this one was like an adventure puzzle platforming game. I feel like that's your type of game. It was. It was. <laughs> it was like a RPG thing. And then, yep, yep. Um, this one I was assistant composing for, but I kind of started just composing for entirely. Dude, awesome. Um, I actually won an award for this one. Oh, or what? Not, not me strictly. The sound team did. Uh, um, okay, okay. But I mean, I'm not wrong to say that I won an award. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So the UCSC had a the UCSC Silicon Valley Extension had a Sammy Showcase. And we won the award for best audio and sound design. So what's up, my music? <laughs> yeah, no, um, it was really awesome. I, I had a lot of fun uh, doing that. The music I feel was great, and I was just doing a bunch of orchestration and just working with the the dev team there. That game dev team was pre- both of the game development teams were great. Although I feel like I uh, we had more fun with uh, Journey Through Memories because um, we met up with them more often. We we even got lunch. We talked. We hung out, and then we would talk uh, game develop or we would talk business. Start doing some roles. They had me doing game testing, and then they wanted to like write down my reactions and figure out how to like what is it um, like certain or figure out certain bugs or if some I'm doing like game breaking stuff, which was really funny because I was. 
Um, the cool thing about this game is that it's sound based. So like yeah. you, you tell the main character to move left or right, and you tell her to do spells, and she would do them. Um, cool. Which I think is really cool because it becomes accessible for certain people who are unable to play with their hands, um, and it becomes like a very, what is it? It's like vocal, vocal based, and then you're also listening. Um, yeah, I, I really liked it a lot. Um, that game, I'm not too sure well, if it's gonna get released on Steam. Uh, I haven't talked to the development team in a while. I actually saw them at Anime Expo though. Uh, we talked for a brief bit when I went to the one of the game composing. Um, nice. Oh. Yes, so I went to one of the game composing panels and I uh, met them there. Oh, but cool. here's also some cool news, which I just reminded myself of. Um, at Anime Expo, I went to this the video game uh, composer panel. This was for cool. a guy named cool. Hiroki Kikuta, and he is hmm. the Legend of Mana composer. Oh, cool. Um, there, uh, he was talking about what he's been working on. He's also an in, uh, He's gone indie, so he's doing a lot of indie work. I think recently he's doing Unraveled. I don't remember. Cool. Um, there I also met his assistant composer named Dale North. Dale North did something called League of Wizards, Wizard of Legend or something like that. It's on the Switch. The game looks pretty awesome. That guy I managed to start talking to. And I have been emailing him ever since trying to get tips, um, pointers, and advice from him for the video game music industry. And he's been very helpful and very willing to like answer my questions and just talk to me and that's I, awesome yeah I've, I've been really like thankful for that uh um, so you're kind of his protege in a way i wouldn't say that like it there's enough distance between us but like i can uh-huh. ask him anything like he's he's always willing to answer my questions uh he's actually really fast at responding i'm like Good. Uh, i'm expecting him to take like a few days uh, to respond <laughs> but he's like on it even though it's like hella long like what i asked yeah yeah um so it's really awesome getting to talk to someone like that uh, and knowing how to like define my rates um, that's cool yeah and then like wondering about what i should prepare for in terms of uh the video game music industry it's it's awesome I, I love it and a lot of the things i'm doing now um so i'm still in university i've been there for a while but i changed my majors i've been around uh what i'm doing now is is where i'm gonna end up like most definitely uh, freelancing or well whatever i'm doing audio producing stuff but i also want to do a lot of video game audio implementation and composing yeah, 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 yeah. or composing um video game audio implementation is a pretty big thing um interesting yeah yeah so it's uh, i don't know if it's expected but it's good to have skills to be able to implement audio yes and also to be able to to compose because I, mean, I mean if you're good at composing that's cool and all but uh, if you're trying to get into the industry and to begin with just being good at that isn't enough I feel like unless you know somebody in the industry already, which um, the best way to do that is to go to a bunch of conventions. Yes, that's a good yep. thing to do. I was get, or Dale North was telling me that he was saying uh, if you want to meet people or if you want to get out there, you need to go to these conventions, meet people, talk to them, naturally progress or naturally build bo- or like relations with these people, and then mm-hmm. hopefully hear from them in the future. Just talk to them he was telling me about all these cool things that he's uh because or being involved with because he was just casually talking and keeping up with people like you don't need to be like every day oh hey what are you doing kind yeah, of thing be, be friendly yeah be friendly and you don't have to like grab a drink all that stuff you uh, know? that or just like uh occasionally update them through social media or anything like that sure this guy's like been getting really cool uh stuff and he was telling me that he's doing like tokyo game show oh uh, that's so cool yeah i know right <laughs> he said he has some cool things and he was like uh hopefully i can show you soon and i was like i better get first dibs like <laughs> i want to see this stuff um, sure sure so it's really exciting really cool uh yeah but the main tips are basically 
if you are a video game music composer or someone who wants to get into the video game music industry, start learning how to do audio implementation. If you know FMOD or WISE, that's that's already a good start. If you don't know, start looking up tutorials because that's it's out there. There's a lot of information out there in the world. The really cool thing about FMOD is, have you ever heard of the game Celeste? Or Celeste have uh, I have it. Yep. <laughs> um, the the team the audio team there actually released their fmod project so you could use that for a tutorial to learn it and see how it works and then um so aside from audio implementation there's also going to conventions going to conventions you need to get out of your shell if you're not really good at talking to people or if you're not that really good at socializing um this is a good opportunity you can talk to so many people that are like-minded that love video games they have the same passion as you just go out there talk to them and hopefully you build a connection with them and can talk to them in the future. Let them know, of course, what you do. Uh, if you have a business card, you can try to somehow shove that in there, all the while being natural. Um, that's kind of hard. Um, but definitely try to make your way out to these uh, sorts of events. And other than that, just keep on doing what you're doing. Just keep making music. Um, keep building your portfolio. Get better at it. Uh, become efficient. And yeah, uh, hopefully things will work out for you guys because that's a that's kind of what I'm doing. Uh, one of my classes this semester is doing audio game audio implementation, but I already have my hand at it. But I just wanted to see whether or not we'll be expanding upon things that I already know. Uh, we're going to be going over Wise Fabric and FMOD, and I'm really looking forward to it. Um, other than that, yeah, that, that's like the coolest news that I have uh, in terms of what I've been up to. Just emailing this cool. this assistant composer who's done some really cool work. Oh man. Uh, I would tell you more stuff, but I don't know if I'm allowed to. Uh, um, we'll talk about it offline, yeah, off, after yeah, the yeah. podcast. Like but, NDA uh, stuff, so. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks to the advice. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of people listening that are either interested in working in the video game industry or that want to, um, or thinking about working in the video game industry or just don't know how to do it. So. Yeah. Oh, uh, I also do want to mention that some universities do do it. In California, I think Berkeley and SFSU are the ones that are doing video game audio. So if you're That's looking, so cool. Yeah, if you're looking into any of those, you should definitely check it out. Uh, SFSU has um, two people who have done work in video games for a while. And Berkeley, I think, only has like maybe one class or two classes that go over it. I can't say because I obviously don't go there, but I remember trying to research and seeing what they have to offer there. Cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, by the way, FMOD sounds like a derogatory term. You'd call someone like, you freaking FMOD. <laughs> like like something from the future. Like I'm sure down the road kids are going to be calling each other FMODs. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that means. Uh, it's just like a, it's something that people can throw into Unity and then start doing audio. That's cool. Uh, it's it's pretty interesting. It looks like Ableton, honestly. It's kind of funny. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, cool, cool. Can't think of anything else to add? Um, I don't have anything else on my end other than uh, really? it's great to see you again on the podcast. <laughs> it's always fun to have you. It's very fun. I'm so excited. <laughs> Sorry, you're I also a voice actor, apparently. Yes. <laughs> oh, did you see that? By the way, I um when I was at Anime Expo, I did a voice acting panel. No way. And I had a lot of fun doing it. I uh, you have to show me after this. I will definitely. It was really fun, guys. You can, you can <laughs> if you ever go out to these things like an anime convention. Get out of your shell because I'm pretty sure everybody there is awkward, so you're probably not the most awkward one. <laughs> so just be the best guy you could be, best person you could be, and just have fun at it. Like, Dude. That's what I did. Like Every single little thing I was going at, I was going ham. It was fun. Nice, man. It. 
I mean, you know how we talked before about how uh, anime conventions are a bit like weird, cringy kind of thing? A little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anime Expo wasn't that bad for me because I went with a good group mm. and all that stuff. Like, a lot of them loved anime, but they weren't so gung-ho about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the people that I was staying with, I met for the first time ever. Like, we were in the same hotel, and we were just drinking, having fun, playing, like, party games. You know Jackbox games? Yeah, dude, I love those. Yeah, we were yeah. playing that. This was the first time I was ever playing them. Nice. And I sucked at every single one, but it was fun. <laughs> it was fun. We were hanging out, chilling, talking. Um... Uh, during the day we would go hang out and do a few of the expo things but then i'd part and do some of my own things with people that i met in the kizuna i discord because i've been in there for a while and i'd known people and they, they said they were going so it was my first time meeting them too wow that's uh, cool and i just had a really great time nice it was, man it was really awesome we should go to a convention sometime even yeah. though like i feel like you should just go with me and just, then we'll just have a great time don't bring your switch <sighs> yeah no i definitely won't <laughs> if you guys want a fun person to hang out with just hang out with me I'm really fun to hang out with. I promise. Especially you girls. I'm just kidding. What? No, I didn't say any of that. Hey, man, Overwatch, you, Overwatch think... is like a dead game, dude. Have That's you heard a... about that? League of Legends, too. League of Legends is pretty dead. I think this will be the last time he'll be on the podcast. No! <laughs> just no! kidding. I'm blame. I'm blame. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, uh, Jairus? Yes. I think we're going to close it out now. Sounds good. Thank you again for being on the podcast. My pleasure. Yeah, we'll definitely have you on again. Of course, so, of course. Anytime. Yeah, hopefully with Elisa and some other people on in the future. But uh, thanks, everyone, for listening to podcast number 69. <laughs> Hope you all have a great night. Mm-hmm. So see you guys next time. Signing off.